Welcome to the Classroom Group Podcast. This is episode 118. If you haven't already, rate and review all that good stuff. You hear me say it every single week. I don't like saying it, but you get the reason why I've got to say it. If you want a video or a recording shout out or anything like that, uh, you can send me a like a video recording, uh, uh, audio recording, whatever, via email, classroombrew at gmail.com. Uh, we do have video episodes. We did have one last week, but really those are kind of going to be from now on. Uh, either sporadic or saved for our Patreons. You can reach that at patreon.com slash classroombrew if you want to support the show. Uh, if you do that rating review, that's one of those like free ways that you guys can easily help out the podcast, uh, people that you know and love to listen to. We really support that and uh, appreciate when you guys do that, so please hit that rating review thing to help out the show. For this week, it's been a weird week. You know, this is the first full week that we had after Thanksgiving break. And as you may know, just like that meme that you may have seen on Instagram, this is that time when it's like the last lap in Mario Kart, right in between uh, the end of Thanksgiving break and the start, uh, like right before you get to winter break, where it's like the music's playing really loud, but you're still doing your thing. Uh, it's a, not a, not necessarily a fun time. Uh, it can be kind of stressful. So the kids, for the most part, have been all right. But um, what I really want to talk about this week is my guests for this week. Uh, her name is Lish Cromwell. Uh, she's on Instagram. It's Lish Cromwell. Uh, Lish and I, we've been talking for a, a, quite a while on Instagram right here, and we finally found some time to uh, sit down and chat. So we're going to give her a call and see how things are going over there in Minnesota. She's going to be like, why'd you say it like that? It's too late. She won't know until the episode's out. It's all good. All right. And that was me. The, the first one was me. Then the second one was the show program for Skype. Hello. Hey, Lish. How you doing? Great. How about you? I'm good. I'm good. We're it's a nice, a nice Saturday morning. This is, uh, admittedly, this is a a coffee episode of Classroom Brew. But how about you? It sure is. It's finally sunny here. So that's nice. Oh, that's good. Do you do you have any snow right now? You mentioned that yeah, you had we some. do. Okay. How many how many and inches of snow? Get, um, probably about two. We're supposed to get three to six more by Monday afternoon. Oh my God. I feel like, is that like a daily, you mentioned you got your first like snow during your Thanksgiving break, but like, is that like a daily thing where it's like, for me in Chicago, I've got to like hash out like maybe 15, 20 minutes before or earlier in the day to make sure I can like scrape my car. I feel like in Minnesota, it's probably like 45 to an hour extra. Like how early do you have to wake up when it's winter? Um, I still wake up at the same time. I wake up at five. So I have that built in time if I need it. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. Do you, are you, so you like to get... Do you like to get to school pretty early still? Like, does that five o'clock then? Like, when do you usually like arrive in the building? Um, probably about six fifteen, six thirty, depending on the roads. Oh, okay, that's not that bad. That's a pretty, uh, pretty decent commute if you add in the, uh, the the snow time. I think of that episode of Grey's Anatomy when what's her face moves to Minnesota. She's like, I hate it here, and her car is covered in snow. She didn't know about it, but <laughs> side note. Uh, so I guess a little bit, a little bit of background about you. Uh, you had an interesting early in the school year, but. We'll just still call it mid-school year move, but like what what happened at the beginning of the year? This was kind of the start of the chaos when when you and I started to uh, started to talk on Instagram. Yeah, so the sixth grade that I was at had a a decrease in enrollment, so we had split boys and girls last year. So I had all the girls, and my co-teacher had all the boys. So we tried to do that this year, but we only had 16 kids. 
So I had 10 girls at the beginning of the year, and the other teacher only had six boys. Mm-hmm. I feel so like that'd the, be nice to separate them. Was, <laughs> Less drama that way or no? Oh, it was it was great last year. <laughs> it was really great. So they had, the decision this year was to combine the classes, and then one of us would take the open title position. Like We're a Title I school. Oh, okay. I got gotcha. you. So is this like a, yeah. a coin flip here, or was it, what was the deciding factor for who would do what? Um, it was, I was going to take all the kids and the other teacher was going to do title since I had been in sixth grade longer. Okay. But then I volunteered to go to title and the day we were going to make that decision, the school in South Minneapolis fired a teacher. Ah. This was day seven. (laughs) Of the school year? Yes. And he was a new teacher to the school. So day seven, I was talking to the director at my school. It's like, well change of plans. <laughs> they, the lead teachers at the other school decided that they would like you to be over at the other school to teach third grade, which I had never taught third grade. Yeah, and not to mention, it's not like you're going from third grade to fourth grade or fourth grade to third grade like that. That's reasonable, but still a huge challenge. But sixth grade all the way to third grade, that's got to be a lot. It's a completely different beast. <laughs> Because I student taught in fifth grade, and then okay. sixth grade, I it would have been my sixth year teaching sixth grade. How do you even like approach day one? Like you're just like like is there a set like curriculum, or did you get like help from your new coworkers at the new place, or how did that even go down? Um, well, this is the first year we've had a scope and sequence made for us. Oh, that's nice. So that was a nice starting point, and the third grade teacher from the school that I came from has been super helpful. Okay, with giving me anything that I need. So I made the the genius decision. Of course, it was just kind of when our lease was up, but we moved like right before. So like we started our our school year the day after Labor Day and we moved the day before Labor Day. So like my entire life was kind of like in flux. It was the most like unprepared I've ever felt for the first day of school. And then I've got the new social studies teacher that I, I had to hire. He started the day before the strike. So it was kind of like, all right, welcome. And we're outside for two and a half weeks. So I feel like there's been so much chaos between you moving schools and people starting before the strike and people moving right before the start of the school year. It's, I feel like it's one of those years, right? Oh, it has been one of those years. I don't even know why. It's just That means next year is going to go great, I'm assuming, or I'm hoping, I'm praying maybe <laughs> that it'll be a lot easier. But so the, the current room that you have, uh, how long did it take to like tear down your old room and move all your stuff and set up your new room and all that? I did that in one weekend. That's quite an undertaking. So I started taking it. It took me a month and a half to set up my sixth grade classroom. Then two weeks into it, I had to take it all down. Oh, God. I took Friday afternoon and Saturday morning to take it all down and pack it all up and move it. Oh, my God. That sounds like a nightmare. And I feel like, so I get, I'm really attached to my classroom because it was like a really crappy room and then we like renovated it and now it's truly like my room. And so actually on Monday, by the time this comes out, it'll be way in the past, but we have to move to the fourth floor for like a day because they have to repair mm-hmm. like the boilers fan and the welding smell is going to like impact like half of the classrooms. And so it's just one day, but I'm like, uh, and I found this out on Friday as I was going home and I'm like, Oh great. I have to suddenly like upend my life in my working life to like suddenly get ready for just one day. So doing it for an entire school year, I feel like that's gotta be exponentially uh, worse, but what's, what's the new, the new classroom like? Well, I actually have two classrooms. Um, I sent you those pictures on Instagram. 
Oh, with the wall and all that stuff. And well, you said they're tearing it down soon, though, right? Only a portion of it. Okay. So what's the thinking behind giving you a room with a wall in between? Is it like a, a prep space or is it like literally two different classrooms that you can use for students? I use both of them. One of them has the desks in it. And then the other one, the third graders call the comfy room because <laughs> I have a couch and ah. big pillows I can sit on and all that. Okay. How do the, does that like your, your flexible seating thing? Like do you get, so I've got, I've got sofa chairs in my room too and it's been pretty good but i feel like for elementary kids especially if like they're coming in really tired and you know their tired little eyes they can't stay awake for school how does that work with the comfy room like have you had a lot of success with flexible seating yeah we usually just do reading in there a 90 minute reading block oh, okay so that's kind of nice we do daily five so that we're up and moving a lot and doing a bunch of different things do you think it's has it been like a you mentioned that some people offered a lot of help when you first got there, but has it been supportive? And like, do you feel like you're part of your new school? Yeah, actually, the lead teachers are from the school that I came from. So they're, they both cater to the um, East African population. Oh, okay. So, so got- our North was getting um, big and a lot of the families live in South Minneapolis. So we, um, broke into two. So you get, do you get a lot of kids that are like, this is their first time in the U.S. or like they're learning the English language still or? Yeah, we have a large EL population in our <clears throat> schools. Okay. What supports do they have for that? Because we have a lot too, but we don't really have an ESL like coordinator that speaks <laughs> uh, more than just English. Like what are, what's in place at your school? Um, we have two EL teachers at South and there's four I think at north and they pull small groups they push in that's kind of nice yeah it's really nice to have that support Um, at north a few years ago we used to have a newcomer academy Mm -hmm. so it was the students that this was their first time in a school or they had just came to the United States okay I mean it's a lot a lot to take in for anybody right yeah so I teach in a school where student motivation is pretty low like uh on a daily basis like there's some kids where i'm like no you can't sit in the comfy chair today because like, you're just gonna sleep dude it's, it's an issue but uh all my kids that come from like other countries are just so excited to be here that they they're so eager to learn in a different way do you notice that with like your third grade kids that are coming to the u.s for the first time i don't notice that we have a as many newcomers in the fa- in the last few years, but I've noticed between third grade and sixth grade that they're more excited. Probably in elementary too. I, I don't know the system of education elsewhere, but I feel like it's more interactive in the U.S. or different opportunities. Like the fact that we have a couch or you have a couch in your classroom, for example, like that's got to be something right. that's like, wow, this is a whole a whole different ball game. You had any issues so far in the school year? So like I mentioned, I had my perfect streak after the strike. I had zero incidents where a kid like blew up and then thursday of this past week uh, i had two within two hours and both of them it was where students in like the other students in the classroom were watching this kid that both of them truly i know they had a lot going on but they both out of nowhere got angry at me uh but the students in the other in the room were like what the fuck man like why are you like relax just be like be a human but then they still blew up and then they wound up being put out of class but have you had any like major incidents at the new school um, when I first started, the first two, three weeks were just hell because they had been through 
two weeks of this awful teacher that was so disrespectful to them. The guy that got fired, right? Yes. Okay. From what I hear from other teachers, he would tell them that they can't speak their language in this country (laughs) and would just like make them sit alone in a corner. Jesus. It's like the Native American boarding schools. (laughs) Like early United States. Yeah. This is why he got fired, right? Was he a first year? Um, in our district. Oh, okay. I got you. Is like But he was Is this David Duke? In his mid forties, I think they said. Okay. So like a time traveling David Duke teaching in Minnesota for the poor kids that are <laughs> migrants to the country. So what did you do you have like resistance because they were they thought it was gonna be business as usual or were they just on edge or what was going on when you got there? I think it was all of the above. And they had so many other adults coming in and out of the classroom. Since this guy was fired on a Wednesday, they oh. still had two days left. Right, like a sub, right? Just rotating subs? Um, it was people from within the school, I believe. Okay. Just like, we got to figure this out for two days until she comes in on Monday. So when you get there, what's what's what are some of the main issues you're dealing with, like starting from day one? Um, fights, actually. <laughs> Great. But it's a lot easier to break up eight-year-olds than it was 12-year-olds or for you <laughs> high schoolers right 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 were these like the the boys that were fighting or the girls that were fighting because girl fights by the way way nastier because they're pulling and grabbing hair like i'd rather get like clocked in the face than have like some hair pulled i'll be honest with you <laughs> um it was mostly the boys okay i feel like those are more now i feel like you are these are probably just third graders really tiny skinny right so like do you just like flick them and they go away or like how does this yeah how does they're this go down so tiny compared to <laughs> sixth graders they're so tiny what's the pot like are you allowed to put hands on a kid in minnesota or is it just like oh sorry like just be nice to each other <laughs> well we're probably not supposed to but i'm not gonna let these eight-year-olds get punched in the face mm-hmm. but i mean they're light enough where you're just like okay we're done here <laughs> right it's like picking up your dog that weighs like 20 pounds, essentially. Yeah, I'll exactly. Say, I feel like I've seen like the whole like line of it where I'm able to like easily just redirect them. I've also been hit while breaking up a fight. I don't know how long you've been listening to the episode, but it happened at one point right after I was done recording with a buddy of mine. We were talking about like, wow, the amount of fights that we break up in the hallway. It's amazing we haven't gotten hit. And the next day, I broke up a fight that happened in my class where like a kid got hit in the nose. There was like blood spatter all over my wall and all over my floor and all over me. I got hit in the face as a result. One of the kids got taken down. Like it was the next day. It's like I jinxed it. But I feel like there's there's such a wide range where it's like, like you said, like I'm not going to put hands on a kid, but if it comes down to safety, going to do something, right? But there's yeah. just this range of like, oh, that was really easy or wow, that was really a grind to get this fight to end. Uh, do you have anyone else that's in the room to help you out with that or is it just you? Um, they put in a para. Just until things kind of like evened out. Has it actually been helpful? Yeah. Yeah. And the kids are, it was like a switch. Like all of a sudden they're ready to go. Oh, good. We don't have any of the issues we did. It's like, oh, okay, here we go. (laughs) Well, they realized you weren't David Duke in a Minnesota classroom. That's what it was. They were like, oh, (laughs) she actually cares about us. That's good then. Exactly. (laughs) So how are things now? Like what's your usual like routine? Have, Have you noticed like, do you have like a, something you've noticed about your classroom community or like what's if someone walks into your room what's it look like sound like feel like they are such hard workers they're so ready to try new things 
Like we've been doing multiplication and it's like the best thing they've ever learned to do. They're obsessed with it. They all work really well together for the most part. Everybody has their days. It's really calm. We have um, dimming lights. So oh, can, that's kind of nice. Yeah, they're wonderful. Motion <laughs> censored. So it's like, oh, all right. <laughs> Do you like play like some like chill lo-fi beats in the background on Spotify or? That is exactly what I listen to actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you got like a thousand hours already within the first like few months of teaching at the school just on that playlist? Yeah. Does it mess up your yes. like personal, like you're in the middle of a workout or something like that and you've got like, I don't know what you listen to. Um, I've been listening to a lot of Marin Morris or Dermot Kennedy, so it's still pretty like chill. <laughs> okay, I was I was thinking like but, like Eminem and J Cole, and then suddenly it breaks you. <laughs> it's quite a, it, it's messed up mine for sure. Yeah. So when's the uh, the wall demolition yeah. going to go down? How's that going to affect your like the flow of your classroom? I know it's not the entire wall, but what do you anticipate? Right. Um, it's supposed to be done the first day of winter break. So knock on one, because it was supposed to be done during our MEA break. But it was supposed to be done for them over the summer, and it wasn't. And then MEA, which Minnesota teachers get a break to go to the MEA conference in St. Paul. So it's right on schedule is what you're telling me. Two months behind. That's what's happening right exactly. now. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That sounds like my my, my school district. So is it going to like drastically change what you do? Or like I'm going to be in an entirely different room on Monday. And it's going to change everything. I had to change my entire plan, but they're changing your room permanently. Uh, do you see any like issues with that? No, I think it's going to be better because the two rooms are not that big. So we're on top of each other all the time. Okay. So it'll be nice to have some of that wall out so we can spread out. Mm -hmm. Right now, it's just a normal door size opening. So I can't see into both rooms at the same time unless I'm standing in the doorway, which... Ah. Yeah, that's isn't very helpful <laughs> do you have like a, a situation where you're you're worried that like if you're not watching them 24 7 like when i leave my room like let's say it's a prep period and some kids want to hang out in the room or do some work or work with me i'll constantly leave and i'll just make a joke like yeah make sure burn the place down while i'm gone do you have to like worry about the state of your room or the safety of your room if you like step out for a second no i i for the most part trust my students i have positioned my kidney table in the one room for our daily five and whatnot. So I can see through the door. Oh, okay. So this, I've like taped out where like the boundary where the kids can be if they want to be in the other room. Got it. Well, that helps, I guess. So yeah, we're still working on that. We, we don't seem to be able to have nice things at our school district without them being ruined. So like, uh, they painted the lockers to match the school colors. They previously did not match, nor were they the school colors. And <laughs> the kids were just peeling off the paint I left my first year, uh, the first day I had a sub in the room, I came back and you might as well have just flipped everything upside down because that's what it felt like. So it's interesting how, like, how different teachers, the level of like, all right, I can step out for 30 seconds and it'll be okay versus some people are like, nope, if I, if I turn my back for 30 seconds, it, it's all gone. It's all chaos. That's probably that Minnesota thing, right? <laughs> it all comes back to Minnesota. I mean, I trust my third graders a lot more than <laughs> I've trusted some of my sixth grade groups. Sure, sure. What's like the biggest adjustment you've had to make then going from sixth grade to now third grade? The independence level, like having third graders sit down and do something by themselves for the first couple weeks was a nightmare. Like you can give a 12 year old some math problems or a game to play. Hmm. And for the most part, they can do it. 
But eight and nine year olds, it's a completely different story. So there's a lot of <laughs> teaching to be independent and we're still working on it. Now teaching like independent, is that like you're going through more modeling? Like, hey, when you're doing this on your own, this is what it should look like and sound like in your head or what's like, I, yep. I'm trying to work on that with my high schoolers because they haven't had any teaching of independence or executive functioning and skills and things like that. So how do you work on that with kids at the third grade level? I do a lot of, um, like, I'll start their assignment with them. Okay. With, like, on the dot cam and everything. And, like, the, if yours doesn't look like mine, it should, and then I'll leave it up there. Mm-hmm. And I try and make, have some successful struggles. Like, just because you don't know how to do it right now, it's not the end of the world. Or you didn't even try. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing right now is they look at it. I can't do it. What? Like, instantly. <laughs> right. They, haven't even re- they didn't read the directions yet. What? And they're like, oh, I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, um, a gradual re- release of responsibility. I do, you do, we do. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's my big thing. Although my so my second of two blowups that I had to break my perfect streak after the the CPS teacher strike, uh, it happened because there was a student that was so frustrated, and she can be kind of turbulent. Uh, that's just kind of how she is. She's gotten better as she's maturing, uh, but she, it was like a four day thing that we were working on. This was the final day. Or maybe it was the third day, whatever. And uh, she was frustrated that she didn't truly get the task because she like wasn't there for one of the days. She was late for another day. She missed the direct instruction on both days. And uh, I guess she was resistant to want to ask for help. So she went to the bathroom and all this stuff. And so finally, we're about to do the, all right, we're going to do one together on the doc cam. And that's when she blew up. She's like, well, no, I want to start it right now because I'm behind. Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, but take a deep breath and listen. You don't know how to do it. And you're concerned about not finishing everything and doing it properly i'm about to show you how to do it but it just it was like this mental block or fixation for like i just have to get it done this is a waste of my time and she just was not processing that it's okay to struggle with it but learn from your teacher Uh, they're going to show you how to do it do you get a lot of kids that like third grade sixth grade attention deficit and all that stuff do you get kids that are willing to listen? Because if I talk for more than 60 seconds, I have some students, not all, the majority don't, but there are some kids that are like, oh, he talks for the entire period. I can't learn that way. And it's like, do you know what my job title is? Do you know what I do for a living? But do you get like <laughs> better or worse attention in third grade versus sixth grade? Um, it depends on what we're doing. I've learned the hard way that third graders need more hands-on and more time to do it themselves than to sit and listen to me yap on about whatever I need to be teaching. Mm -hmm. So I've done a lot with like dry erase markers on their desk. So they just always have a dry erase marker for like in math, like, all right, now you try, how do you think you would solve this? When we're doing um, three digit by one digit multiplication, which is just a, mind fuck to them they're just like what is happening (laughs) right or we've and we've done it with skittles where the multiplication you're showing me with skittles or cheez-its whatever you're doing there you go that's a good motivator yeah sometimes i give out candy though and then their energy goes way too far up and i'm like oh shit what have i done that's great though you're making it more interactive and yeah and i'll do random bonus questions which they should know the answer but they're a little maybe we talked about it like two weeks ago Okay. But it'll be like a Jolly Rancher. There you and go. And they'll in- 
instantly be in slant. I don't know if you guys do teach like a champion with slant. Oh, oh, champs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do know that. The slant where you're sitting up, you're listening. Right, right, right. Attention, nodding that you agree and tracking the speaker, all that good stuff. Yeah, I, I don't necessarily do that in my classroom, but there, there are some kids that they just kind of do that. It was kind of more of an older initiative that our district is kind of, well, at least our school, we've kind of gone away with from that. Mm-hmm. But there are some kids that I feel like if I were to introduce it at the start of the year, they would do it kind of condescendingly. They'd be like, oh, look at me. I'm I'm shaking. My, it's like, stop shaking your head so fast. Like, Right. We got a lot of high energy that they just want to do something. So uh, right. I feel like we'll have to do some sort of an update at a, at a certain point once your wall is... Uh, partly demolished right. and all that stuff. But uh, is there anything else that you wanted to plug and or a favorite episode of the podcast that you think people should check out or anything like that? Um, I personally love the substitute teacher ones <laughs> because there is one sub that I have had multiple times and it's just a disaster. Like I will come into school if that is my sub. <laughs> if I'm told that's my sub, I will, whatever I have it off for, if I'm sick, I am there. I'd say it's already more work with a sub, but so what, what's something that this sub does? Doesn't do anything on the sub plans. Okay. <laughs> at all. <laughs> right. Doesn't do any of the stuff I've planned. And like when I'm gone, I am OCD about it. Like everything is laid out with post-it notes. It's minute right. by minute what needs to be done and just nothing. When I come back one time, my bookshelf was destroyed. Books oh, all over. Markers all over the floor. I was like, I don't even know where you got markers. I don't use markers. Like, what is that? <laughs> right. You, did you bring out? supplies to sabotage my room? Is this home alone? What's going on? And he has a PhD in education. Ah, he's not from Minnesota. That's the issue. <laughs> <laughs> and he makes sure to leave a business card every time he subs. Interesting. I was like, this is... Is he trying to sell you on something? His goods and services or he, what's going on? He does a science something or other. The science of messing up your classroom. Yes. Yeah. And now at my new school, they had him and he put a, one of his business cards in our staff lounge okay. like with a magnet. And now the joke is we're not taking that down because we know that Lish will freak out if he comes. Hmm. Rude. Yeah. It's a nice little reminder. It's like a wanted poster, but with his business card. All right. So yeah. people should definitely check out the sub episode. I feel like I've talked about subs a lot. So we'll have to try and try yes. to find a. It was earlier. When was it? It was one of your first episodes. Oh, really? Like way back when, when I started from like episode one or two, whatever is the first one out. Okay. Oh, wow. You really are going from the, from the beginning then. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. I feel like you're going to hear subs more. Like, I'm not sure if you're all the way caught up. There's, I mean, we we're almost at 120 episodes and I feel like subs come up literally every episode at a certain point, just cause it's, it's constantly an issue. But well, Lish, thanks so much for being on, for supporting the show, for listening uh, of course, taking time out of your day uh, to chat with me. We'll have to do that update. Did you want to like plug social media or anything like that? Um, I don't really have a teacher Instagram, but I'm at Lish Cromwell. That works. Yeah. So yeah, definitely check out uh, Lish on Instagram. Maybe she'll post some pictures there if you're also curious. If you if you send me the update uh, on your, your classroom photo from the wall demolition too, I can post that too if you want, if people are curious. But everybody else, awesome. thanks so much for supporting the show. Uh, you can reach us at Classroom Brew on our social media. Uh, you can also email me classroombrew at gmail.com or you can send a little audio message if you want to be featured on the show. Uh, we'll definitely play that as long as you're not doing anything that's too crazy. If you have a sub in the room or somebody that's going on that's David Duke in the classroom, get rid of those people. I'm sure we've all dealt with something crazy like that. But until next week, class dismissed.